Hi there. Christ for Youth International exists to grow youth in fellowship and in honor of our Lord, to be like well-nurtured plants and pillars to adorn, so we can reach out to our generation with the principles of Christ's leadership. Welcome to the Ahavad Antuman Podcast. We hope you are blessed as you listen to this message. Amen. So how do you experience God's manifest presence in our lives? Number one, through prayer. 1 Thessalonians 5.17 says, pray without season. Yeah, the more we pray, the more we become conscious of his presence. Yeah, anytime we pray, we just zoom into his presence. Yeah. We just appear before God like that when we pray. It's amazing. So it's, it's going to be very difficult for you to cultivate the presence of God if you, if you are not a, a believer who prays. Yeah. And I'm glad the prayer has come this month again. So that you don't think that the prayer was only for June. Yeah. And the fasting. I'm sure some people are saying that by this time, you can eat five bowls of kinky. Yeah. Is it Marlon? Is it Marlon who is saying that? <laughs> Please, we are still fasting. In fact, this Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, we are praying on the path. Yeah. We haven't stopped praying. We are still praying. Yeah. yeah. It says pray without season. Every day pray. Another verse actually says, make your life a prayer. Yeah. Make your life a prayer. Your life should be a prayer. It's deep. Yeah. Make your life a prayer. That's why Ephesians 6, 18 says, <clears throat> praying always. Yeah. With all kinds of prayers. Praying always. Yeah. Never stop praying. Yeah. Because it says that we've made prayer an event instead of a lifestyle. Yeah. When we need a job, then we'll pray. Yeah. Yesterday, Father was telling me about some people who wanted to go to Canada. Three friends, they wanted to go to Canada. One was coming for prayer meeting because he wanted to go to Canada. And he got to the Canada and he went. So the other two people have become serious with prayer meeting because they also want to go to Canada. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> so they are calling the guy, ah, how did you do it? What exactly did you say? So that we'll say some and go. Yeah. They've made it an event. Yeah. But it's supposed to be a lifestyle. Yeah. Everywhere you go. You are buying water, you are speaking in tongues. Yeah. You've put food in the microwave. Three minutes. Use it to speak in tongues. Yeah. You are waiting for your girlfriend. You speak in tongues. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, spending time in the world. We cannot know God outside this world. Remember we said that God created us to be intimate with him, for fellowship, for intimacy, yeah, to be close. Yeah. So intimacy is only possible when we spend time with God. You cannot, you cannot be intimate with anyone if you don't spend time with the people. Yeah. And God and his word are inseparable. That's what John 1 says, that in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Yeah, so you can't, you can't separate God from his way. If you want to know who God is, you have to go to his way. Yeah. This is why I'm crying. God, please show me your face. Show me your face. I think there's a song like that. Show me your face. Show me your face. But you are not reading the way. <laughs> you are not reading the way. It's a song, please. <laughs> yeah. So God and his way are inseparable. Let's read Jeremiah 9.24. Let him who glories, glory in this, 
that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord, exercising loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these I delight, says the Lord. God is saying that if anything that makes him, if there's anything that makes him happy, it's the fact that we boast that we know him. Yeah. We boast that we know what is in his word. Yeah. If there's anything that makes God happy. Yeah. It should be that we know the Lord. Yeah. We should seek to know the Lord. Yeah. We should seek to know the Lord with everything that we have. Yeah. Say, love the Lord with all your heart. Because, Charlie, where the heart is in, anything that enters your heart it consumes you. Yeah. I know a brother. <laughs> the love of football is in his heart. A particular, a particular team who starts with C. Oh, no. No, 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 no. No. Yeah. He's, he's so passionate. Yeah. Yeah. One day I'll release a video of him, how passionate he was, and you see how passionate he was. Yeah. <laughs> But if there's anything we must do, is that we should know the Lord. Nobody can know the Lord for you. Yeah. You have to spend time. You have to spend time in the way. Yeah. Which said that if two believers meet, and then after how many, I think two minutes or three minutes, there's no scripture, or there's nothing about the word of God. They are carnal. Yeah. Yeah. They are carnal. Yeah, you, are, you are only talking about transfer news. It means you are carnal. Yeah, because there's no scripture. Yeah, there's nothing about God inside. God has to be in your conversations. Yeah, you are talking about something. You are talking about work, right? You 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 put God inside. Yeah, yeah. You are playing game. God has to be inside. Yeah. God has to be inside. <laughs> Number three, walking in love. Pastor Hutton says love is a bit. It's a doing word. Yeah. So if someone says, I love you, you have to tell the person to show working. What shoes? <laughs> yeah. Do some calculations and let me see what, what you really mean by what you are saying. Yeah. <laughs> First John 4, it says, He who does not love does not know God. For God is love. Yeah. Love is one of the, the, the basic things that a Christian must have. Yeah, because even Jesus said, the way other people will see that we are his disciples is if we love one another. Yeah. How people will see that we are truly Christians is when we love, when we walk in love. Yeah, that's what we show. Yeah. The glory of God becomes evident in your life when you're a person of love. Yeah. When you're always living a, a life of love, you see that. Look at Pastor Road. Pastor Road is always living a, a life of love. Yeah, so you can see the glory on his life. Yeah. Pastor Rod looks younger now than he was 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. If you think I'm lying, you go and look for the pictures. You see what I'm talking about. Yeah. So if you think your hair is not green, the, brothers, if you think your hair is not green, start laughing. Yeah. Start laughing. Today I've come for a particular brother. <laughs> yeah, start laughing. Because your hair is finishing. You have to start laughing. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> you want to look young, start laughing. Yeah. <clears throat> True love is seen through giving. That's why John 3 16 says that for God so loved the world that he gave. 
A sign that you love someone is when you give to the person. It's not only money. Those of you are thinking, you know, yeah. When you give care, yeah. When you are kind, when you are patient, yeah. that is true love. One day, Bishop Doug told a story of four animals in a farmhouse, and then it was a, a mouse, a fowl, or is it chicken or fowl? Chicken is the one with you. Oh. It's a fowl. It's a fowl. Okay, it's a fowl. It's everything. Okay. So it's a, it was a mouse, a fowl, or a chicken, a, a pig, and then a cow. Yeah, and they were all living peacefully in the farmhouse. Till one day, the mouse saw through one hole that the farmer and his wife have brought a mouse trap to their to their house. Yeah. So the mouse trap. I mean, you assume that it was for the mouse, right? So the mouse was very, very disturbed, very terrified, because it's like I'm seeing my grief. Yeah. So the mouse started running around, yeah, going to every all the animals in the farmhouse. There's a mouse trap. There's a mouse trap here. What are we going to do? There's a mouse trap. What are we going to do? There's a mouse trap here. Yeah. <laughs> There's a mouse trap. Then he first went to the chicken. After he saw that nobody is minding me, so yeah, let me go to them one by one and see. So he went to the chicken or the fowl, and he said, ah, "Can't you see that there's a mouse trap here?" Yeah. And chicken said, "Charlie, you are disturbing me. I want to sleep. You are disturbing me. Please take your." Noise are we? Yeah, so he went to the mouse. Went to the pig. Yeah, and the, when he went to the pig, the pig said, "Charlie, why are you disturbing? Why are you disturbing me? Yeah, if if you had the sense to eat as much as I do, you would not be concerned about a mouse trap. Yeah, because you are, you are small, so it will definitely catch you. You have to eat like I eat. Yeah." And the mouse was very sad. So it went to the, the cow. Yeah, you're following the story. That's good. So it went to the cow. And the cow, <laughs> the cow, the cow said, please, you are disturbing me. You are disturbing me. Yeah, if you, all you have to do, I mean, it's, it's true that the mouse trap is around. But all you have to do is just be careful when you are walking. And you'll be fine. I'm praying with you. You'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a Christian cow. It's a believer. <laughs> so, later that evening, they all went to sleep, but the mouse couldn't sleep because the, the, the trap was still around. Yeah. And around 2 a.m. You know when a mouse trap catches something, you hear it. Yeah. So you heard that, that noise, and all of a sudden, the heart. Who might that be? Thank you. Who might that be? Hmm. <laughs> but not knowing, it was a. The, the mouse trap caused the tail of a snake. Yeah. So that the, the snake was still alive. And the. The farmer's wife went to the kitchen, was in the kitchen. So the farmer's wife went to the kitchen. And then the snake bit the farmer's wife. Yeah, so the farmer's wife became ill. They had to take her to the hospital. 
and then they brought her back home on drugs and everything. But she wasn't getting well. So the farmer had some friends, yeah, and these friends used to come often. And then when the, the farmer's friends came, he said, what, the, the, the wife had a fever. So the, the farmers, one of the farmer's friends said that, as for fever, it's chicken soup. That will cure the fever. Yeah. And the, the farmer did not have to go and buy chicken or fowl. <laughs> Yeah, so it just went to the farmer just went to the the farmhouse, took the chicken, and then cleared it. Yeah. So they, they had a wonderful time drinking the chicken soup. Yeah. But it, the, the the wife was still not getting well. Yeah. So the same friends again said that the way things are going, eh, let's let's just sit around and then let's get some pork. It it may help her. Eh? And sausages and all that too. Let, let's just do that. Yeah. <laughs> so they got they got the I mean they, they went for the pig and then yeah. So they, they as after they, they ate it. The it the, the wife was still not getting better. Actually the wife died. Yeah, she died. After all these troubles, she died. Then after, after she died, I mean, there's a funeral, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, we need a cow for the funeral, yeah. So the cow was used, yeah. So everybody had enough meat on the funeral day, yeah. But the mouse was still there, yeah. <laughs> now, now if, the, if these three animals paid attention to the, the need of the mouse, they may not have been slaughtered or killed. Yeah. They didn't treat the mouse's problem like their problem. Yeah. It's your problem. So you solve it. I want to eat. I want to sleep. Yeah. But the, you see, that is how most Christians live. Yeah. We live for ourselves. Yeah. We can see that people are struggling, but no. It's their problem. But we are in the same body. Yeah. If there's pain in your leg, every part of your body will react to that pain in your leg. Yeah. Every part of your body will react to that pain. But I don't know why. Maybe we don't understand that we are in the same body. Yeah. We are in the same body. Lucas's need is my need. Yeah. Sherilyn's need is my need. My need is also your need. Yeah. Because if... I lose. We all lose. Yeah. If I lose, if one of us loses, we are all losing because we are in one body. Yeah. And that is true love. Yeah. Living for the needs of other people. One day somebody came to me and said, ah, this guy, it seems like he's going through something. I want to help. We discussed it and said, oh, I, I want to help the guy. Yeah. He could have said that. It's his need. It's, it's, it's whatever he wants to do. I have aims and ambitions. Let me finish mine. Then after I'll come, I'll get back to you. Yeah. But the life of a Christian, that's why the Bible says, Philippians 2, 3, that's do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that is the life of a Christian, to consider others better than ourselves. That's the life of a Christian. So we must, work, we must choose to walk in love daily. Yeah. It's difficult, but we, it's possible. Yeah. 
God loved us. That's why he gave us his son. Yeah. So it's possible. Tell anybody it's possible. All right. To round up, um, well, importance of God's presence. When we find rest and peace in his presence, Exodus 33, 14. And he said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Yeah. If you want to live a life of peace, you just have to learn to cultivate the presence of God. Amen. Number two, we find our purpose in his presence. Exodus three ten. Come now, therefore, and I will send you to Pharaoh, that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. <clears throat> That's why Moses got his purpose. You cannot find your purpose outside the will of God. Yeah, you can have plans. That's why the Bible says in Proverbs nineteen twenty one that many are the plans in a person's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that will prevail. Yeah. So we must seek to walk in the will of God. Yeah. You have plans. It's good to have plans. But try as much as possible to live according to the will of God. Yeah. Because, see, once you live outside the will of God, it's, it's actually useless. Yeah. Like you live 70 years outside the will of God. You've wasted it. Yeah. You didn't do what God told you to do. You've wasted it. So we find purpose. In his presence. You want to travel. You want to travel. Make sure that it's in alignment with God's will for your life. Before you do. Because you can't. Some people travel and go and die. Yeah. Yeah. Some people travel and then they they make it. Because they are in alignment with the will of God. I'm not saying don't travel. Please travel. We are international. So we want you to go and start other branches. Yeah. Singapore. Okay. Number three, all that comes into our lives when we remain in his presence. In Genesis 1, 2 to 5, it says, The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness night, so the evening and so the evening and the morning were the first day. Okay. Yeah. So anytime we mean is in God's presence, there's order. It says the earth was without form and void. There was disorder. There was chaos. But as soon as God said, let there be light, then everything became cool. Yeah. So light brings direction. Yeah. Once we are living in accordance to his will, once we, we live in his presence, once we cultivate his presence, Direction will come to our lives. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone who doesn't live in accordance to God's will, or anyone who doesn't live with the, the fact that God lives inside of him, you see that his life is disorderly. Like he does things anyhow. Yeah. He can go to any place. Yesterday, I saw somebody, as at 10 p.m., he said he's going to Ablekuma. What is that Ablekuma? At 10 p.m. 10 p.m. Yes, it was a Sunday. Sunday evening, 10 p.m. You are living down somewhere to Ablekuma. And you come back. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so life brings direction. Life brings direction. So, I mean, huh. before I gave my life to Christ, the life I was living was just in accordance with my friends, like how my friends live. That's how I live. So anything my friends were doing, I would do. Yeah. Till I met 
Jesus. Yeah. When I met Jesus, I saw that there was order. There was a direction. I knew where I was going. Before, I didn't know where I was going. But now I know where I'm going. Yeah. It's because of the light. Once this light shines on you, you, you immediately know your, where you are going. Yeah. You immediately find your purpose. Yeah. So we must, we must seek to cultivate the presence of God. Yeah. We must seek to always want to spend time with him. We must seek to always want to be with him. We want to be with the Lord. Yeah. When we are having a quiet time, just do five minutes. And then we are, Charlie, sometimes you just have to. That's why Mark 135 says, says, I agree to her before thee. He knew that when it, if it's six o'clock, it's possible that he may get busy. So he decided to wake up at 3 a.m. So at least he has some three hours to spend with the Lord. Yeah. But today's Christian, Charlie, two minutes now we are done. Two minutes read. Then we are out in the world, out and about. Yeah. But God, God wants to spend time with you. Yeah. If the reason why he wanted, if the reason why he created you was that he would spend time with you, then we must take that seriously. Yeah. Because he wants to spend time with us. Why are we not spending time with the Lord? What are we doing? That we cannot take time to spend with the Lord. Yeah. God wants to spend quality time. Yeah. It's a love language. Quality time. Yeah. That's God's love language. He wants quality time with you. Quality time. Even before you save him, he wants your time. Yeah. Even before you give to him, he wants you. He wants your time. Yeah. So I just came to encourage us that God, God really loves us. Yeah, and he wants to be with us. He has always wanted to be with you from the very moment you were born. He says even before you were born, he knew you. Yeah, before you decided to. <laughs> he says, <laughs> while we were yet sinners, it was when we were sinners that he died for us. Yeah. yeah. In our weakest moments, he was still waiting for us. So let's, let's endeavor to spend time with him. Let's endeavor to cultivate his presence. Remember, his, his presence, a manifestation of his presence is his glory. Yeah, The glory of God is the manifestation of his presence. So as we keep spending time with him, as we keep cultivating his presence, we are indeed going to see his glory. Amen. Amen. Let's rise to our feet. We hope you've been blessed by this message. You know, listening to a message once is never enough. Stay connected for more and follow us on Instagram at ahava underscore danceoman to get in touch. Remember, you are loved. Stay blessed.